hello, welcome uh, to the people watching this not live. Uh, I plan on posting this on YouTube, edited, but I did stream it live here on twitch.tv slash LearnerCast. Yes, I did plug my channel. But here, here's the idea of this list, okay? It's not just every movie that came out this year. It's every movie I watched this year. And I'm going to try and rank them. Now, let me put this caveat right at the front. Rankings do not matter. They are just for fun. And I stand by that wholeheartedly. I do stand by that ranking things are fun to do. Uh, but don't take it too seriously. If you disagree, it's fun to have that conversation in the comments uh and you know you can debate me you can put your lists in the comments you know write in in the live chat tell me i'm wrong whatever that's totally fine but like don't be hateful about it it's all just in good fun film is subjective and the more important thing is just talking about film anyway this is just like a fun thing to do at the end of the year um which it is the end of the year and I've got, I've kept a list of movies. I think there are a few movies I forgot to put on the list. I try to keep track of every movie I'm watching while I'm watching them um, throughout the year. Sometimes I forget to put it on the list. Uh, I will say, I think this year's list is a little bit less than last year's, but I watched quite a few movies this year. Um, and I'm hoping next year I can watch even more. But this should be a fun little uh, thought experiment. A fun thing to do. We did it last year. You can check out that video. I'll uh, leave a link to it. And this is a, a website called Letterboxd, by the way. And you can follow me on Letterboxd. Uh, Learnercast Jake is the name. Look me up. Follow me, whatever. I do reviews on there from time to time. Okay. The first movie I watched this year was Nightmare Alley, which again, like I said, this is a movie that came out in 2021, right? So just keep that in mind. And I, I have ranked some of these movies. I've reviewed some of these movies. So if you see that, just ignore it. <laughs> so, of course, Nightmare Alley at number one right now. I watched Doctor Strange this year. The first one. And I like Nightmare Alley more than Doctor Strange. So I will leave it in that number two slot. Uh, I watched The Eyes of Tammy Faye. Um, I quite enjoyed this movie, actually. I think I liked it a little bit more than Nightmare Alley, just because um, Jessica Chastain's performance and Andrew Garfield's performance are phenomenal in this movie. Not to take away from Bradley Cooper, who's great in Nightmare Alley, as well as um, Willem Dafoe is great in that movie, too. But um, I, I just got to give it to the eyes of Tammy Faye. I watched Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 this year. And of course, that's going to go to number one. I love this movie. It's one of my favorite MCU movies easily. It's funny. It's heartfelt. It's got the themes of family. Uh, James Gunn is a visual marvel. Like He just makes his movies look great. I think this movie has more style, more pizzazz than even the first one. Uh, I love it. I think it's a great movie. I watched Spider-Man Far From Home this year, which I'm going to put right underneath Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, I like Guardians of the Galaxy far more than Far From Home. I'm sure there's going to be some huge separation between these movies as we go on. I think it's a good movie, though. Don't get me wrong. It's fun. 
the action is cool. Um, Jake Gyllenhaal uh, is cool. He's a good villain. He's so likable that yet that when he turns out to be the villain, it's like, oh, man, it, it's great. I love it. Uh, I watched Scream 5 this year, which was just called Scream. Oddly enough, I gave it three stars, which I think is appropriate. Uh, did I like it less than Doctor Strange? I think I liked it a little bit more than Doctor Strange than the first Doctor Strange. I thought it was a fun movie. Uh, Jack Quaid was killing it. Uh, Jenna Ortega is great. Yeah, it's not a bad movie. Don't get me wrong. Don't let that three stars deceive you. It's a it's a good movie. Uh, I watched Thor Ragnarok. Uh, Thor Ragnarok is probably my favorite MCU movie. Well, it's up there. You know, probably Endgame takes it for me. But like Thor Ragnarok is up there for me as like one of the best um, MCU movies of all time. I really, really love it. You know, we'll get to uh, the sequel, Thor uh, Love and Thunder, which is not great, but uh, we'll get to that. Uh, we rewatched Black Panther. Yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of MCU movies on this list, so don't don't let it dissuade you though. There's plenty of other stuff on here, but me and Nick did watch all of the MCU movies over the past couple years, and so yeah, we did watch Black Panther, which I like Black Panther a lot. Um, I think I like Far From Home a bit better, but it's it's pretty good. It's kind of weird that my top four right now are all MCU movies, but don't worry. We'll, we'll, we'll get more going. I rewatched the last duel, uh, which I watched in 2021, but I rewatched it this year and I didn't like it as much as I liked it the first time. I still think it's really good though. The performances are great. Cinematography is great. The story's okay. Um, but it just didn't hit as hard as it did the first time I watched it. I may have been blinded because it was one of the first movies I went back to the theaters to watch after COVID. Uh, so maybe the first time I was a little blinded by that. But um, I think I like it about here. I think that's a good spot for it. Uh, I watched Jackass Forever. Jackass Forever, man. You know, it's probably not on a lot of people's like best movies of the year. And yeah, I gave it five stars. My review is pretty funny. I uh, A man takes a pogo stick to the ball sack. That's my review. Um, <laughs> um, I really like this movie. I think it's great. <laughs> I think I like it better than these two. I'll put it right here. Put some separation there. I really like Jackass Forever. It's fun. Uh, we rewatched Infinity War. And you know what? I'm going to put it up right below Ragnarok, I think. The, you know, this is subject to change depending on the day. But um, yeah, I, I really, really like that. I really like that movie. I, I love these two movies. I love all three of these movies, actually. These are like three of my favorite uh, MCU movies. I finally watched Don't Look Up. Which you don't... <sighs> This was a pretty divisive movie. Some people really liked it. Some people really fucking hated it. And I think I liked it just fine. Um, I thought it was okay. Wasn't terrible. 
I quite enjoyed the performances. The subject matter was good. It's just a little on the nose. Uh, you know what? I'm going to put it right above the last duel. That's good for me. Ant-Man and the Wasp. Okay, we're back. I got to tell you, I don't like this movie very much. I think it's worse than Doctor Strange. I think 13 is a good spot for it. It's not a very good movie in my opinion. Obviously, there's some stuff that's like pretty good when he's like riding the car as a giant man, like a skateboard. That's pretty funny. But like, I don't know. It, it didn't do much for me. It, it really didn't. Uh, but anyway, I watched Marry Me, <laughs> which is uh, if you've never heard of this one, this was uh, the Owen Wilson JLo uh, rom-com that came out this year and boy it's fucking terrible dude it's one of the worst movies i've seen all year for sure i did not like it at all owen wilson and j-lo have zero chemistry the story is stupid and unrealistic uh yeah absolutely absolutely hated that movie uh but in a weird way i loved it you know in a weird way i loved it i watched uncharted which was the newly adapted video game that just got the new movie that was just adapted from a video game of the same name. And I'm a huge Uncharted fan. Uh, I love Uncharted, the video games, the movie. Not so much. I mean, it's fine. Uh, it's a fine movie. It's not like egregiously bad. I think it's about here. I think I like Doctor Strange just a bit more. I didn't hate it. I thought it was fine. You know what I mean? All right. Power of the Dog, which was, if you don't know, it was up for a bunch of Oscars last year, uh, which is why I watched it. Uh, it has Benedict Cumberbatch in it. I thought it was pretty good. Uh, pretty interesting message. Uh, a bit of an obtuse movie. It's got to be said. A bit obtuse. Um, but I, I liked it. I thought the performance is really good. Um, the story was unexpected. Um, kind of an original take. Uh, I, I, I liked it. Uh, and for that, I'm going to put it right above The Last Duel. You know what? No, I'm going to put it above Don't Look Up. You know what? I'm going to put it above Black Panther. You know what? I'm going to put it right there. Right below Jackass Forever. Jackass Forever better than The Power of the Dog. <laughs> that should have been winning Oscars. Johnny Knoxville should be getting Best Supporting Actor. Okay? Not Jesse Plemons. Get out of here. Um, after that, I watched The Batman. Do, 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 do. Uh, which was my favorite comic book movie of the year. I absolutely adore this movie. It's fantastic. I know, I know the stars say that the, the five star is more of a meme, you know, just ignore that because uh, I gave the Batman four stars, but I do think I like Guardians 2 more. Uh, do I? You know what? I'm going to put it right here, right above Guardians 2. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good. That's good. I like that. I really like the Batman. I think it's great. I can't wait for the sequel. I think the sequel is going to be even better if they continue what they're doing. 
All right. God, we got a lot more movies to go here, so we, we should really pick up the speed here, I suppose. X-Men. I mean, we watched all the X-Men movies this year. And where does this fall on my list? X-Men 1 is like not super good. Uh, I like it better than Doctor Strange. I like it better than Scream 5. Yeah, I think right here is good. X-Men 1 like is iconic, but it's also really dated and has some really bad dialogue. Um, but it's not bad. Uh, I rewatched The Dark Knight this year as well. The Dark Knight. Which, of course, is like the best comic book movie of all time. And upon rewatch, it it holds. One of my favorite movies of all time. Christopher Nolan, One of Christopher Nolan's best. Um, absolutely. Really good. Um, X2. Oops. X-Men 2. Uh, I like better than X-Men. And you know what? I'm just going to leave it right above X-Men. Uh, it's way better than X-Men. But... Uh, Compared to Nightmare Alley, though, I think it is uh, not as good. Yeah, I, I'm okay with this. You know what? I'm not okay with this. X2 is going to go up here. <laughs> Fuck you. Fuck you. It's going up there. Okay? You can't stop me. <laughs> Captain Marvel. Rewatch that this year. And uh, this movie gets far too much hate. It's not that bad. It's not really that great either. I think right here. Uh, it's like a toss up between X-Men and Captain Marvel. I think they're equal. In fact, I'm going to put it, give it to Captain Marvel just because it's not as dated as X-Men. I think I'm giving X-Men too much like benefit of the doubt. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll put it at 15. That seems like a good spot for it. Um, I watched The Lost City, which if you don't know what that is... It's kind of a a sleeper uh, a sleeper movie that came out this year, and I actually quite enjoyed it. Uh, is it this one? Yeah, it's this one. I actually enjoyed this movie quite a bit. Uh, this had Channing Tatum and uh, Sandra Bullock in it, and it was like a comedy uh, where she's like a, a romance novelist, and he's sort of the uh, uh, who's the the like handsome guy. That's on the front of book covers and stuff. Do you know who I'm talking about? Fabio. That's his name, right? Fabio. Uh, so he's like the Fabio type, but then they get put into like, uh, you know, it's sort of like a three amigos situation where they get put into a real life romance novel, you know, just like the three amigos where they get put into a real Western. Uh, so yeah, it was actually pretty funny. I liked it quite a bit. I'm going to put it right above Scream, actually. I I, I actually liked it quite a bit. Um, X-Men 3. Oh, Jesus. The Last Stand. Not a very good movie. I'm going to put it right above Ant-Man and the Wasp. Uh, and that's just because I like um, Kelsey Grammer. Kelsey Grammer is great in that movie, but besides that, it's it's sort of like a forgetful movie. It's a real fall from grace from X-Men 2. X-Men 2 set up like so much stuff, and then The Last Stand really just drops the ball hard. I watched Avengers Endgame, and I love Avengers Endgame. 
Uh, I'm the controversial guy. I would put it above Infinity War. In fact, I'd put it above Thor Ragnarok. I love Endgame. No movie has made me feel the way that Endgame has felt as far as like hype levels. And, you know, is that like a shallow, you know, movie going experience? Maybe. But no movie has done it like Endgame. You know? So is it a theme park ride? Yes. Is it the best theme park ride out of all the theme park rides? Yes. And that's my thought on it. Speaking of that, everything, everywhere, all at once. I absolutely adore this movie. This may be one of my new favorite movies of all time. You know, it's probably in my top 10 of all time. I absolutely adore this movie. I think it's funny. It's heartwarming. It'll make you laugh. It'll make you cry. Did the multiverse better than Multiverse of Madness? Um, for such a low-budget film, the effects are amazing. Uh, Michelle Yeoh puts in a career-defining performance. Um, yeah, just really, really stinking good. I, I absolutely love that movie. So, yeah, that's my new number one. We'll see if something tops it. I don't think anything can top that, to be honest. <clears throat> okay, Coda. Coda was a, a movie about a deaf family. Uh, they're all deaf except for the daughter, and she actually gets into music, and it's you know complicated how she deals with that. Uh, definitely one of the most loving families I've seen in a movie. It's heartwarming. It's a heartwarming movie. Um, I thought it was pretty good. I actually liked it quite a bit. I don't think it should have been up for Oscars, but like I, I, I liked it a lot though. I'm gonna put it right here, right below X2. Um, I like it a lot though. You know what? I'm gonna put it right between Black Panther and Spider-Man Far From Home. I think that's fair. Uh, X-Men X Origins Wolverine. Uh, yeah, this is just a trash movie. Uh, I'm going to put it right above Bury Me. It's the worst X-Men movie, I think. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's awful. Uh, what it does with Deadpool is terrible. Uh, the story is nonsensical. Why is Will I Am in there? The acting is pretty bad. The action looks terrible. Yeah, not good. But action that looks good. The Northman. I saw The Northman this year. It's another Robert Eggers movie. I absolutely loved it. Cinematography amazing. Um... Skarsgård, really good in the movie. Anya Taylor-Joy, really good in the movie. Uh, yeah, really cool movie. Really, really cool movie. Um, yeah, it's got to be up there for me. I like it better than Power of the Dog. Yeah, I'll put it right here. You know what? I feel like it's only right to put it above Jackass, to be fair. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Jackass can't be up there forever <laughs> I mean, even though it is called jackass forever uh, i think the northman is a little better than jackass for sure uh, i really liked it though 
Doctor Strange 2. Well, there it is. Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness I thought was a hot mess. Uh, you know, I didn't hate the movie. I thought it was pretty fun. In fact, I like it more than Doctor Strange. Um, I think I like it a little bit more than Scream and Velocity. Uh, do I like it more than X-Men, though? I think I do like it more than X-Men. There's some really great moments in Multiverse of Madness that pushes it above X-Men and Captain Marvel. Does it get pushed above Nightmare Alley? I'm certainly more likely to rewatch Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. I'm going to I'm going to put above Nightmare Alley. Um I'm going to leave the Eyes of Tammy Faye there and in fact I'm going to move the last duel. No, I'm fine with that. I'm fine with it. Don't think about it. I'm we're not overthinking this list here. Okay, what else? Oh, I watched that new Chip and Dale movie. Chippendale Rescue Rangers. This movie shocked me with how like interesting it was. Like what it did was really fucking weird. <laughs> and I I'm actually gonna put it right here. Uh this seems like a good spot for it. Right, right between Captain Marvel and Nightmare Alley. Um at number 20. Uh because like it was fun. It was like a fun movie. Uh the use of like animated and real life was an interesting choice for Chippendale. I appreciated it. Uh, it was funny. Uh, how they got away with it, like logistically, like legally, because there's so many IP in this movie that aren't owned by Disney, but it's in the movie somehow. The reveal of Sonic was just so absurd. Like, yeah. But like the movie still is like kind of cheesy and stupid, uh, which is why I gave it like a three star and why I'm putting at number 20 uh i saw bob's burgers the bob's burgers movie was okay uh it didn't blow me away it had the charm of bob's burgers but I, i'm gonna be honest with you like while i was watching it i was sort of thinking like i'd rather just like watch three episodes of bob's burgers than watch this movie you know like and like the animation style felt weird. I don't know. I, I didn't love it. It wasn't my favorite thing. But, you know, here we are. Uh, I watched Star Wars The Phantom Menace. The Phantom. And it's probably my least favorite Star Wars movie. You know, one of them, like mainline Star Wars movies. It's pretty bad. I'm going to have to put it above X-Men for sure. I'm going to put it down here. I really don't like it. There's, It's got moments, obviously, like like Darth Maul is iconic. The, the music is iconic. Um, the final fight scene between Maul and, uh, you know, Obi-Wan and... You know, Qui-Gon is really good. The rest of the movie, I don't like. <laughs> the rest of the movie, I just don't like it. Uh, those are like the only things I like about the movie. The music, the final uh, fight scene. I don't even like pod racing that much. Goes on for way too long. So I'm going to I'm going to leave it there. It may be a hot topic it might be a controversial placement but i'm gonna leave it there pretty low on my list 
I watched Top Gun, not Maverick. I did watch Maverick, but I, this is the first Top Gun. Top Gun. Top Gun kind of sucks, to be honest with you. Uh, um, the only real thing I like about Top Gun is just like how homoerotic it is. I appreciate that. Um, some of the, the fight scenes are cool. I like movies where bros are being bros too. And there's a lot of bros being bros here, but Top Gun is honestly not a very good movie, which is why I put off watching Top Gun Maverick so long. Cause I, I, I think this was the first time I watched Top Gun and I was like, eh, it's okay. It's not bad. You know, like I, I'd even put it like, I'd even put it like here. Like it's not a bad movie. Uh, and by here it's 28. If you're an audio listener, um, it's fine. It's, I don't know. I don't know why it's such a classic. Maybe the soundtrack. Tom Cruise is in it. I don't know. I think it's a movie where like you had to be there. <laughs> uh, The Wolverine. The Wolverine is like not bad. Um, but it does fall apart kind of in the last act, I think. And it kind of leaves you wanting a little bit more from it, which is how I felt. I think I like it more than Doctor Strange. So I'm, I'm going to put it at number 26, right below Scream 5 and right above Doctor Strange. Um, yeah, not a terrible movie. Uh, in fact, I kind of like the movie. Um, but just everything above it is better i'd rather rewatch all those things i think okay star wars episode two attack of the clones episode two um i like this just a little bit more than the phantom menace but in my mind they're like equally bad <laughs> Uh, I give Star Wars Episode 2 just like a little bit of a benefit just because it was like one of the first Star Wars movies I saw in theaters as a kid. And uh, for that, I, I give it a pass. Um, and there's some iconic moments, but like the love story's whack. Um, Anakin is whack. The only redeeming quality is Obi-Wan, really. Uh, his whole side story is pretty good. Um so for that, I'll, I'll put it right above The Phantom Menace. And then I also watched Revenge of the Sith right after that. And this movie's far superior to one and two. Not as far superior as some people say, like, but it is much better. Uh, that final fight scene is so good. Um... I'm going to put it right above Doctor Strange or right below The Wolverine at number 27 on my list. Um, it's an okay movie, uh, but it's still not like a masterpiece or anything. I love it just because like I'm a huge Star Wars fan, but like speaking object objectively, like uh, I don't love it that much. Uh, Days of Future Past. Yeah, I really like this movie. This movie kind of rules. Uh, really good action. Uh, it blends the world of first class and um, and the original X-Men movies in a very interesting and cool way. 
um cool characters good villain i, I like it a lot uh, i'm trying to think of where to put it though would it go between the last duel and the eyes of no it's got to go higher than that definitely higher than x2 it's better than black panther i think it is better than coda i think so it's better than far from home yeah i do think so actually it's better than the power of the dog i would say so actually i think it's better than jack bass i'll leave it right below the northman at number nine so right below the northman and right above jackass forever yeah i i i, I love days of future pass i think it's a really good movie uh yeah i think it belongs there deadpool i also watched this year Uh, and Deadpool fucking rules. I love Deadpool. I think I like it better than Days of Future Past. I like it better than Northman. Do I like it better than Guardians Volume 2? I think I do. I don't think I like it better than the Batman, though. So, yeah. I'm going to put Deadpool uh, right underneath the Batman and right above Guardians of the Galaxy number 2 at number 7. We're about halfway through this list, boys. I watched X-Men Apocalypse. I did not like Apocalypse. I think Apocalypse is really bad. I'm going to put it right above Wolverine. Yeah. I don't like it that much. There's one scene that I really like with... Um, with Magneto. That I think is pretty interesting. But, uh, yeah, not a huge fan of this movie. That might be too low for it. No, I think that's fair. Fuck you, Apocalypse. <laughs> uh, what else? Where are we? I watched Logan this year. And Logan is one of my favorite superhero movies of all time. Right up there with The Dark Knight. Uh, do I like it more than the Batman? I do. Do I like it more than Infinity? Yes. Yes. Do I like it more than Endgame? <sighs> that's tough. I I think I do. I think I do. Yeah, that's fair. Okay. Uh, Thor, Love and Thunder. This was a pretty big disappointment. Uh, I did not hate it as much as a lot of other people. Uh, it had like a, an okay story. The jokes went a little far sometimes. I like it more than Doctor Strange. I like it more than Star Wars. Get on screen. I like it more than Lost City. I like it more than Bob's Burgers, X-Men. I like it more than Captain Marvel. Yeah, I'm going to put it right here. Uh, I'm going to put it right above Chip and Dale Rescue Rangers and right below Nightmare Alley at number 23. I did not hate it as much as a lot of other people. I still didn't love it, especially when you consider that Thor Ragnarok is like in my top 10 right now. Um, yeah, pretty big disappointment, but still not as like bad as everyone says. You know what I mean? Jelly bean. Uh, I watched Lightyear this year. Really light year. And I gotta be honest with you, this is also a pretty big letdown for me. 
thought the first half of the movie was like okay i'm gonna put it right here beneath uncharted i i really didn't like i i will never rewatch this movie i thought it was pretty boring too um some of the action's pretty neat uh but i don't know they made they made buzz like such a bumbling idiot and like i, I wanted to see buzz like be cool and he's never cool in this movie he's just like a big bumbling idiot the whole time so yeah uh, i watched prey this year which was like sort of a prequel to the predator movies and i really fucking like this movie uh kind of a sleeper hit this year i think um i think i like it better than black panther i like it better than coda i think i like it better i like it better yeah I like it better than Jackass. I like it better than Days of Future Past. I think uh, I'm going to put it at number 11, uh, right below The Northman and right above X-Men Days of Future Past. Uh, I really like this movie. I thought it was really cool. And it's one I'll probably rewatch one day. Uh, Deadpool 2. Uh, Deadpool 2, I think I like. I like it equally to Deadpool 1. Like it's it's pretty equal to Deadpool one, but I'll, I I think just for like setting up, you know, its own little X Force thing, you know, introducing Domino and Cable, I'm gonna put it right above Deadpool. So I'm gonna put it at number eight. So right below the Batman and right above Deadpool. Um, I think both those movies are just they're like equally good. And also, Deadpool did something that's pretty hard to do. It's a sequel to a comedy that's also, like, good, which is hard to do. It does have the benefit of also being, like, an action comedy, which makes it a bit easier to do, but, yeah. But speaking of action movie... Movies. The Gray Man. So I was really hyped for The Gray Man because it is the first movie since Endgame that Anthony and Joe Russo have made. You can see it. You can see the stars already if you're watching. Uh, I didn't like it that much, dude. The only redeeming quality is Chris Evans having a cute little mustache. Mustache. Uh, besides that, some of the action scenes are all right. I, don't, I just it's a very forgettable movie sort of like uh, one of those action movies from like the 90s or like the 80s that's just like you watch it and you forget it you can just like kind of have it out on the background you know uh, I think it's a little better than X-Men Origins it's probably worse than Apocalypse though I really didn't like it that much it was just disappointing it was one of my most anticipated movies of the year and here it is at number 43 on my list okay Dark Phoenix. Dark Phoenix is just slightly worse than Apocalypse. If not just like slightly better than Apocalypse, just because um, the person who plays Jean Grey is pretty good. But like the movie's stupid. It's just a stupid movie. And like they, this is the point in X-Men where like things really, they just stopped caring. You know, uh, Fox was acquired by Disney at this point. And they just had to release this thing. Um, 
uh, and why they decided to ruin Dark Phoenix is it's just God, man, it's so disappointing. What a disappointment that movie is. Studio 666. This is a weird one, okay? Because this is a movie by Dave Grohl, okay? Of the Foo Fighters. And it's about the Foo Fighters living in like this haunted mansion and recording an, uh, an album in it. It's not very good. But if you're a Foo Fighters fan, it's awesome. But like, just to be fair, like, like I'd have to put it right here. Like, it's not a very good movie. But if you are a Foo Fighters fan, it's awesome. And I am a Foo Fighters fan. So like, for that, I'll put it right above Ant-Man and the Wasp. Just as, you know what? Just out of respect for the Foo Fighters. I'm going to put it above X-Men The Last Stand and right below Star Wars Episode One: The Phantom Menace. How about that? That seems fair. That seems fair. Um, Black Adam. Man, the hierarchy of power did not change here. And it's not very good. It's not a very good movie at all. Did not love it. And... But to be fair, it has its moments where it's like, okay. Um, I think Dr. Fate was really interesting. I thought Hawkman was like, okay. I wish we got more information about them. But like, I really didn't like Black Adam, the character. He wasn't interesting at all. Um, I'm going to put it right here. Right above Dark Phoenix. Right below X-Men Apocalypse at number 44. I rewatched Big Daddy. Which is, if you don't know, an Adam Sandler movie with uh, Cole and Dylan Sprouse playing one character. They play a little kid and Adam Sandler ends up having to like take care of this kid. Turns out it's Jon Stewart's kid. Spoilers. He's in the movie as well. Uh, and this is one of Adam Sandler's better movies. It's a heartwarming movie. It's pretty funny. Uh, I, I like this movie a lot. It might be like nostalgia talking, but I, I actually like this movie. I'm going to put it right below the Wolverine. Like it's it's not it's not bad. It's kind of cute. Even <sighs> the more I'm thinking about it, I think I'm going to put it like right above the Lost City. How about here? This is good. I'm going to put it at number 29 right below X-Men and right above the Bob's Burgers movie. I think that's fair. I, th I think it's a cute movie. Uh, it's not like amazing. It's not groundbreaking by any stretch. It is an Adam Sandler movie too. But like of the Adam Sandler movies, it's one of the better ones for sure. The Devil Wears Prada. Now, if you don't know what this movie is, this movie has Anne Hathaway, Meryl Streep, Emily Blunt, and it's fantastic. It's about a girl who's played by Anne Hathaway who needs like a job and she gets this like assistant job working for male Streep who works at this uh fashion magazine right and it's like a very intense job and god it's just like psychological it's funny it's well shot uh and really great characters i really really like this movie um yeah like three-dimensional characters 
yeah really really good it's up there for me like i really love the devil wears prada it's one of my favorite movies in fact i think i'd put it it's got to go above jackass uh yeah i'm gonna put it right below prey at number 13 so right above days of future past it's a fantastic movie i really really i really really love the devil wears prada it's a great movie if you haven't seen it i strongly recommend it you should definitely watch it okay new mutants which was the final x-men movie to be released by fox well it was technically released by disney but it was the last thing made by fox uh, the last X-Men movie made by Fox and Disney released it. And uh, it's it's kind of a stinker. It's not like terrible. It's got Anya Taylor-Joy in it. She's like quite enjoyable. Um, I, I, I think it's a little better than Apocalypse personally. Yeah, I'm going to put it there. So it's at number 45 right below Ant-Man and the Wasp. Right above X-Men Apocalypse. Uh, it has its moments where it's like okay and like some of the characters are interesting but like it's it's kind of a lifeless movie it doesn't have a lot going on it never goes as far as you want it to go it doesn't really feel like it knows what it's doing speaking of movies that doesn't feel like it knows what it's doing don't worry darling don't worry darling was the sophomore output from olivia wilde right after the movie book smart and she was like the hot new director in town right don't worry darling and it's got florence Pugh in it who's like at the height of her career it's got harry styles in it who's also at the height of his career and then there was all sorts of weird drama going on with this movie people claiming that it was a bad work environment Harry Styles started dating Olivia Wilde. People were saying that was pretty fucking weird of them to do while filming a movie like this. Reports came out that Florence Pugh wasn't happy. None of it's really been substantiated, but something weird happened on that set. That being said, it is a well-shot movie. Very good-looking movie. Uh, uh, groundbreaking performance from Florence Pugh. Really great. The problem with the movie is the script and the plot. Uh, it's stupid. Uh, once you get to the end of it and you find out what's going on, you're like, that is the stupidest thing I've ever heard in my life. And it's unfortunate because throughout the whole movie, you're engaged. You're like, what's going to happen? What is going on? And then when you find out what is going on, it's stupid. Um, it's not a bad movie, but it's not, it's not like anything to write home about. Um, I think it's better than Uncharted. I think it's better than Doctor Strange, better than Star Wars. I, I put it right here. I'm going to put it at number 35 right below the Wolverine and right above Star Wars Episode 3 Revenge of the Sith. Um, yeah, not a bad movie. It just, I think the drama was more compelling than the actual movie itself. Yeah. For what it's worth. Weird. The Al Yankovic story. This movie was fucking hilarious. Uh, a biopic about al yankovic being a parody of biopics is absolutely perfect and genius daniel radcliffe is perfect and genius i'm gonna knock it some points just because it's on the roku channel and who the fuck has the roku channel uh i didn't know i guess it was free though but i had to watch it with ads which kind of sucked but um i really liked it i thought it was hilarious i like it better than bob's burgers better than big daddy better than x-men better, yeah, better than that 
It's better than Nightmare Alley, is it? Is it? I think it is. It's better than Multiverse Madness. It's better than the eyes of the yeah. Yep, I'm gonna put it right here at number 20 run, right below X-Men 2, and right above Don't Look Up. Um and fittingly, I think it does like the comedy that like Don't Look Up is going for, like the witty kind of deep comedy. It's funny, like weird is like just like a stupid dumb comedy and it just it nails that comedy so much better than like adam mckay trying to be really smart you know <laughs> almost like adam mckay trying to be really smart and don't look up kind of ruins that movie <laughs> okay knives out i finally got around to watching the first knives out this year and i'm so glad i did because it is now one of my favorite franchises of all time because the first Knives Out is so fucking good. I loved it. I love the characters in the movie. I love the mystery in the movie. Even if you know what the mystery, like who the killer is. Uh, uh, Daniel Craig is back as uh, in a big franchise. And he's so perfect in it as this like Southern gentleman uh, detective who's trying to solve a whodunit and it is so good man it's funny it's thought-provoking uh it's well shot well acted great cast the uh uh outfits oh my god the outfits are out of this world i love knives i love the first knives out i think i like it more than endgame i'm gonna put it up here at number four I, I love Knives Out. It's really, really good. Uh, highly recommend it. Okay, Black Panther Wakanda Forever. I am in the camp that thinks that they should have recast T'Challa. And the reason I think that is because T'Challa is such an important character. Um, not just like to the comics, but to a group of people. T'Challa is important, but I understand why... They didn't recast because Chadwick Boseman's death uh, was devastating. Uh, it's heartbreaking. He was young. He was at the height of his career and was able to be on a platform and handle that platform with such grace and elegance that the fact that he passed you know we we lost one of the good ones in him and so wakanda forever was a tough pill to swallow for a lot of us um you know from one doing a black panther movie in general without chadwick just feels wrong doing a black panther movie without t'challa and it's just the second movie feels wrong but somehow, Ryan Coogler, who's one of the greatest directors out there today. In fact, I hope after, you know, after Wakanda Forever, he goes out there and makes something not Marvel related because he is one of the best. Um, but he proved why he's one of the best with this movie. Uh, and Letitia Wright, who I obviously have some political differences of there as far as COVID vaccines go. Uh, she's great in the movie. She handles it great. Um, 
Lupita Nyong'o is great in the movie. Uh, I think it's a powerful opening to the movie. Um, unfortunately, there are some parts of the movie that fall flat for me. I think a lot of the stuff with Riri Williams isn't done right. Uh, some of the fight scenes kind of just turn into like almost like Power Rangery. You know, the Wakanda power suits look kind of dumb. So for that, I do have to knock it a few points. I think the end credit scene, I'm not going to spoil what it is. But I think that end credit scene is not very good. Unfortunately, a lot of people like it, though. Uh, but it is still a very, very good movie. Uh, and let's see where, where are we going to put it. I think it was probably the, the best Marvel movie to come out this year. It's better than Black Panther. No. I'll put it right below Black Panther, actually. Uh, I almost feel like I like it a little better than the first Black Panther in some ways. But I'm going to put it right below Black Panther. Uh, so it's at number 21. Right below Black Panther and right above X2. Okay, back to the Knives Out series. Glass Onion. This is the sequel to Knives Out. Uh, it's called Glass Onion, a Knives Out mystery. And I did not like it as much as the first Knives Out. But that being said, that's pretty high bar. Uh, and I loved Glass Onion. I thought the characters were great. I thought... Like a really good ensemble. Um, a The end of the mystery is hilarious. And the way they handle it is really funny. Uh, it's really well acted. Uh, and Daniel Craig is back. And uh, when I watch this movie, I'm just like, I hope Ryan Johnson just keeps making these until he's no longer on this planet. You know what I mean? Because they're just so good. I, I could watch them forever. Um so I'm very excited for Knives Out 3. Uh, Glass Onion's very good. Nothing tops that first Knives Out. We'll see. We'll see what happens. After that, I saw Avatar, The Way of Water. Avatar, The Way of Water is an interesting one, right? Because I think a lot of us were saying like, oh, who cares about Avatar? Are we really doing another Avatar? Like for real? Uh, and the world was like, yes, yes, we are doing another Avatar. And here it is. James Cameron delivered, and I actually quite enjoyed it. I did not hate this movie at all. It's not amazing, though, uh, plot-wise. I think the plot's pretty lame. Some of the dialogue's pretty lame. But visually, you can't deny it, dude. It's, it's, uh, it's stunning to look at. You cannot deny how stunning it is to look at. And uh, you don't bet against James Cameron. It's uh, making its money. It certainly is making its money. It's not a bad movie, but I didn't love the movie. Um, and for that, I'm going to put it right below Nightmare Alley. That, that feels fair, right? That feels fair. So right below Nightmare Alley, right above Thor Love and Thunder at number 30 on my list. We're almost done here, folks. We're almost done here. I saw Babylon. Okay? This was another movie that I was highly anticipating. 
one of my most highly anticipated movies of the year. Uh, Damien Chazelle, one of my favorite directors. He made La La Land, which is one of my favorite movies. He made Whiplash, which is one of my favorite movies. He made uh, First Man, which I think is a really good movie. Um, so I was excited to see Babylon, which is like his supposed to be this movie that showed early Hollywood in a new light. And it did that. It did show it in a new light. And it took three and a half hours to do it. And it was long. It was boring. Started with an elephant shitting on another actor. And then right into an actor getting pissed on. Uh, showed everyone was miserable. Um, and then after it showed everyone being miserable. Which is fine. In and of itself in a movie. I don't mind if a movie shows people being miserable. But then to end the movie by being like. And because they were so fucking miserable, we have films. Like, that's a good thing. Like, dude, no. Then we shouldn't glorify these people then. If they acted like this and were terrible like this. Um, yeah, I didn't love this movie at all. <laughs> uh, I thought it was pretty bad. I mean, I would put a, I'll put it above Black Adam. Uh, you know what? I'll be, I'll be even generous and put it above New Mutants. Maybe I'll watch it again one day and be like, oh man, I totally missed it. This movie's actually great. I think some of the performances are really good. You know, Margot Robbie's good. Um, the cinematography is okay. Um, but it, it just it, it just isn't enough to save the movie, in my opinion. Uh, especially it being three hours. If this movie was like two and a half hours, maybe I'd give it a little bit more slack. But Jesus Christ, dude. I'm going to knock your movie if it's three hours long, okay? And I know I just gave Avatar. If Avatar was two and a half hours long as opposed to the three hours and whatever it is, that movie would be my number one, okay? <laughs> I just, I don't fuck with three-hour movies unless they fucking earn it, okay? They have to earn that slot. I think Titanic earned that slot. I think Endgame earned that slot. Babylon did not earn that three-hour slot. No shot, dude. That movie, not, I don't want to say it sucks. That movie did not earn three hours. It just didn't. Uh, and it, it's getting knocked down some points because of three hours. More movies should be like Bullet Train, which I also watched this year. A fun little, uh, you know, two hour movie about fighting on a train, trying to get a briefcase. And goddamn, is it fun? It's a fun ride. I really enjoyed Bullet Train. Bullet Train is fun, it's well acted by Brad Pitt. Uh, good antagonists for our pro tags to deal with I really like this movie I'm gonna put it um, I'm gonna put it right above Coda how about that Right above Coda at number 20, right below Spider-Man Far From Home, right above Coda. Yep, I like that movie a lot. Definitely worth checking out if you have not seen it. It's on Netflix. Go watch it. Uh, I saw The Whale. The Whale is this new Darren Aronofsky movie starring Brendan Fraser. It's about a guy who is now 600 pounds and has to deal with being 600 pounds. I think some of the dialogue in this movie is pretty rough. But Brendan Fraser just like is so good in it, uh, as well as just like such a powerful ending to the movie. Uh, it's a, it's also heartbreaking to watch, especially if you know some people who have had eating disorders. Um, 
it's even more powerful then or you know even you yourself has some eating disorders it's um it's sad it's a sad movie but in a weird way optimistic and uplifting it, it has like an optimistic message while being really sad um yeah i i really like it um it's on the verge of like not being that great um but because of brendan fraser and because of sadie sink um they they really boost this movie up i think in my opinion and i think it's better than jackass forever i think it's better than i'm gonna put it right here at number 15 uh right below prey and right above the devil wears prada i think it's a really good movie um yeah definitely worth the watch it's a it's a tough watch too it really is but it's it's worth the watch uh i watched the banshees of inishirin uh i really like this movie too uh it's a weird fucking movie uh kind of a dark comedy um colin farrell delivers he delivers a great performance in it uh, the cinematography is so good in this movie. Um, it's kind of stupid at parts, to be honest. But, like, it's it's funny and sad at the same time. Like, it, it's the most funny, sad movie I've ever seen in my life. It's, it's a dramedy, for sure. Um, and for that, I'm going to put it right underneath the whale, actually. So it's going to be at number 16, right underneath the whale, and right above the Devil Wears Prada. A, it's a pretty good movie. I, I, I enjoyed it. And I, I, I suggest you watch it as well if you have not seen it. Um, I just watched... Um, this is actually a documentary. The only documentary on my list here. I should watch more documentaries, huh? Um, it's called This Place Rules, which is a documentary by Andrew Callahan. And if you don't know who that is, he was originally part of All Gas, No Breaks. Then he went on to start uh, Channel 5. Um, and he's sort of like a, a guerrilla journalist, right? Where he's like an on the street reporter and he really captures the underbelly of society, but at the same time, humanizes these people in a weird way that is unexpected. Uh, really, really good. Uh, I watched it with my, with a family member. I'll just say that. I'll just say I watched it with a family member who, uh, leans way more right than I do. And he watched it and was impressed by it as well so it it is about the lead up to january 6th but like it has such an interesting take on it and a certain level of like comedy as well as uh showing the humanity of these people while also showing how batshit crazy crazy some of these people are you know it delves into like the alex jones subject and stuff it's really really great uh so with that being said it is a documentary so i don't want them to like really Take the place of some of these things but it does deserve a high spot uh definitely better than that you know it's really up there for me man i think i'm gonna put it right below uh spider-man um yeah i'm gonna put it at number 22 right below spider-man far from home right above bullet train in fact no i take it back i'm moving it up here right above jackass forever right below X-Men Days of Future Past at number 19. I think that's good. That's a good placement for it. Okay. We're almost done. Uh, 
And then I also finally got around to watching Top Gun Maverick, right? And I was like, there's no way this movie's good. I just rewatched Top Gun, you know, this year and I didn't like it, but everyone's saying it's good. Let me give it a shot. It's fucking good, man. The movie has one of the best action scenes I've seen in a movie in decades. The ending of this movie is fucking incredible, dude. I can't... Uh, some of it's really cheesy. Uh, and... Probably not very realistic as well. They almost turn Tom Cruise into like a... Like a superhero with like how good at flying he is. And he has to train the new league of superhero flyers, right? But like... It's fun. <laughs> it's fun. And I can't deny it. It's visually impressive. And like, I liked it a lot, man. I can't deny it. I really liked it. It was a good movie. Fuck. And I hate Tom Cruise, man. His Scientologist ass. But fuck, this movie's good. It's good, actually. Um, oh, God damn it. I'll put it right underneath the Banshees of Inishir. And you know what? Just out of respect for the Devil Wears Prada, I'll put it underneath that. So right underneath the Devil Wears Prada and right above X-Men Days of Future Past is Top Gun Maverick at number 18 on my list. Okay, this is the last movie I watched of the year. And it's called Emily the Criminal. I just kind of watched this on a fluke, right? Just kind of showed up on my Netflix queue. Uh, and I was like, oh, I'll watch it. Whatever. Uh, it's got Aubrey Plaza in it. Uh, and it was pretty good. It was it was a pretty good movie, actually. Uh, what I really liked about it was a, it was only an hour and a half. Had a strong message about uh, uh, about trying to live as a convicted felon. Um, and uh, it is kind of ridiculous as well. It's not the greatest movie I've ever seen, but like it's pretty good. It's it's pretty good. Uh, so we'll put it at, I like it better than Doctor Strange. I'll put it here. At number 45, I put Emily the Criminal. Right below the Wolverine and right above, don't worry, darling. You know what? I think it deserves more credit than that. I'm going to put it above Big Daddy. How about that? I'm surprised Captain Marvel made it this high. I don't agree with this list. Anyway, <laughs> at number 40 is Emily the Criminal, right below X-Men and right above Big Daddy. I don't think I agree with this list at all. <laughs> but who cares? It was fun to make. Uh, this is my top 64 of the year, I guess. This is every movie I watched this year. And uh, we'll do this again next year. Huh? This was fun. I enjoyed it. Thanks for watching. If you're watching live, thanks for sticking around. If you're watching the YouTube video, thank you for watching. Leave comments down below with your lists, your top tens, whatever kind of list you want to leave. I'll look at them. Absolutely. I'll uh, tell you if you're right or wrong. And once again, let me remind you, this is just for fun. Um, don't take this too seriously. Obviously, I'm not taking it too seriously. I put fucking jackass at number. Where is jackass? Where, where did I put this? Uh, I put Jackass at number 21 on my list. <laughs> right above the power of the dog. That's hilarious. Um, yeah. Yeah. Didn't I have this place ruled like higher? Didn't I have that above Jackass?
I can't remember. Who cares? This is my list. Thanks for watching. <laughs> I'll check you guys later.